Okay, welcome everyone to episode uh, 24, I forgot there for a second, of Gears and Beers, the portion of the Life Short Live Free podcast where we talk about the gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever else we happen to stumble upon. Tonight we're going to be talking about the House Bill 127 that's been introduced, uh, the Mantis Blackbeard the Stoger STR-9S Combat, and the Strike Industries uh, Mass Driver Compensator. Our panel tonight is, as always, made up of that creep in the corner, Johnson, and that guy down below, uh, Sam, the owner of Shyworks, who is coincidentally a sponsor of this of this podcast. If you're looking for work, work for them. We got look at this, look at that work they that he does for you. Very, very nice work. Everybody loves American flags on your shit, right? If you want American flags, go get go to Shyworks. Have them do it for you. It's wonderful stuff. Uh, what are we supposed to be looking at? I put up a picture of that Glock oh, 44. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was confused. I was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Sam, can you, t- can you tell us who took that picture of that Glock 44? Uh, if I had to guess without seeing it, I'm going to say uh, probably you, which would be Ballistic Imagery, yeah. which is the other sponsor for our podcast. Yes. For all your photography and videography needs. Yes, they are. And I'm going to try and do something a little different with uh, Ballistic Imagery now. I am figured trying to move a little bit more prints. So this print up there that you see right now, just... Tonight only. This deal's going to end at midnight tonight. If you want that print, uh, print you can get it for twenty five percent off. If you, use, you use the code Gears and Beers at checkout. That is a hell of a deal right there. I'm not really making any money on that deal. I just want to get these prints out to you guys. So uh, hurry over and grab one of those. Those went pretty fast the first time I put those up there. Everybody seemed to really like them and be ha- really happy with them. So if you're looking for some art, go ahead and look at one of those at ballisticimagery.com. So, uh, yeah. and I and uh, I didn't mention I am your host, Box. So how is everybody doing tonight? Fantastic. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Other than the fact that Dave just farted under my desk and, boy, <laughs> just rancid. <laughs> doing um, good, though. Doing good. Uh, Eric Anderson, there's... There's three different sizes. There's, I think the smallest is like 10 by 20, and the largest is 15 by 30. I got one right here. This is a, this is a one he took of a customer gun right there. They're badass. Well, well worth the money. That's for dang sure. Yep. And we need to mention also, if we're going to continue doing our sticker giveaway, so if you want a chance to win one of these, uh, one of these Gears and Beers stickers here, Share the feed, comment down below that you shared it so we know that you did. And then at the end, we'll draw a number and you might win a sticker. And if we get enough shares, if we get 20 shares, again, we'll, Shyworks will also be giving away one of these metal patches. Just a sh- little thing of metal, metal. Has Velcro on the back. Pretty nifty. They look pretty cool. Little business card typed patches. They're pretty sweet. You get 20 shares, yep. we'll give away one of those also. I got three of, I got three, one of the three that I'm going to give away tonight. I got the, somebody kept bugging me to make a Bernie one. So I did, says, come and take it. I'm once again asking you, um, I like making stupid shit like this. It's fun. Um, the other one, 
you know, hump your feelings. I don't think that's what it's really, you know. <laughs> and the last one is a stupid one. Uh, Bush Labe. Come and take one. So I'll give away one of those one of those three if y'all get us to 20 shares. Right on. All right. Well, let's get into the depressing part of the show. <laughs> Johnson, why don't you tell us a little bit about this this uh, bill that's been introduced? So um, this bill was pre-filed um, before Biden's inauguration. Um, it's HR 127. Um, was introduced by Sheila Jackson Lee, Democrat out of Texas. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, there was no text to this bill and people were kind of speculating that it was going to be pretty rough. Um, just knowing her and, um, kind of knowing the climate that we're, that we're in and that we're going to continue to be in for a few years. Um, but when the text came out, uh, it was a lot worse than, than we thought it was going to be. Um, so the, the actual title of the bill is Firearm Licensing and Registration Act. Um, it was introduced on January 4th, and basically the gist of it is it's setting up a system of firearm licenses. Uh, so you would be required to have a federal firearm license. It also sets up a national database which we'll get into. And then there's also a magazine and partial ammunition ban. Um, so as for the licensing, um, they're trying to establish a system for licensing possession of firearms or ammo. And you would basically need to, I don't remember, you had to go through a full licensing procedure and there's it's a few a different licenses. Well, there's there's a few different things to it. So there's requirements for getting a general license. You have to be uh, 21 years of age. Um, you have to apply for the license. You go through a criminal background check, um, through the NICS background check, and then, oh, what was the other one? Undergo a psychological eval, right? Um, and with the psychological evals, you're actually you're actually required to undergo the eval with uh, uh, attorney general approved psychologist, right? So it's not even just you go to so and so. It has to be an AG approved um, evaluation, and then they like interview your spouse and like family so they interview a couple other people and ask that like ask them questions about you and your mental stability and all this stuff um and then you have to successfully complete a 24-hour training course and then um you actually also have to have uh insurance policy as well and that's to get the general firearms license that's for any firearm that's not for assault weapons for anything in particular that is and I say assault weapons, um, but that is for just a general to own a firearm in any way, shape, or form. Then there's also an antique firearm display license. So if you got an old Winchester or like a Springfield 1903 or something just hanging up on the wall, you also have to have a license to, to have that. 
like to even display an antique firearm, you have to have licenses. Um, and then there's also a military style weapons license. So and that's a that's a just point of order. Johnson's talking about the uh, licensing. Twenty four hours of school of of classes um, just mm -hmm. for a general license, and for yes. military military style is an additional twenty four hours of so forty eight fucking hours of uh, training and just, live fire training. Yes. Yep. Um, and then. As far as there's a bunch of stuff about um, denial, how you can get denied or why you could be denied a license. Um, the insurance, if and you can, everybody, you guys can go look at congress.gov and look up the bill and actually read through the text yourself. Um, but basically, yeah, so you're having to get a firearms license, right? Um, and then there's going to be a magazine ban on anything that will accept or can be readily converted to accept anything more than 10 rounds. And then the uh, ammunition, partial ammunition ban, Maggie, I swear to you, quit. Um, sorry, I got a dog chewing on the rug under my feet. Um, the, the ammunition ban is uh, armor piercing ammunition, and 50 cal ammunition. Um, so 50 AE, 50 BMG. Um, and I don't know if that pertains to, I don't know if that pertains to muzzleloader stuff or not. So I don't know if like 50 cal muzzleloaders. Knowing this, this bill, sure, probably does. Yeah. And um, another... Another point of order: If you're caught with 50 cal ammunition, it's 15 years in prison. So I'm just I'm gonna get ammo. I'm gonna get to the penalties. Um, so so anybody who knowingly violates the the uh, licensing portion of it, right, shall not be or shall be fined not less than seventy five thousand dollars and not more than one hundred fifty thousand imprisoned no less than 15 years and no more than 25 years or both. So you could be uh, fined 75 to $150,000 and be in prison for 15 to 25 years. Um, and then as far as the other licensing, there's 50,000, 10 years. So the minimum is basically five years and like 30 grand for not having a, a firearms license. Um. Also, this pertains to loaning firearms, right? So you have to give all your information to the ATF on who you're loaning a firearm to, when they received it, how long they're going to have it. And there's like big, you know, five to $10,000 fines for being caught with something that doesn't match the paperwork that you sent the ATF as well. Um, for a loaned firearm. Um, and then, yeah, so you get 75 to $100,000 or 50 to $100,000 in 10 to 20 years for the ammunition ban as well. So if you're caught with 50 cal, like 50 BMG or 50 AE, a handgun round, you're going to be, you're going to be fined no less than $50,000 and be in jail for no less than 10 years. Um, 
it's there's so much to this that it it seems unbelievable but there's there is so much stuff that goes into this as far as like licensing so then the biggest problem that i have is already at licensing like having a federal firearms license that's a no-go right for a lot of people because yeah and it does cost eight hundred dollars a year also to have to have this license and who the fuck can afford eight hundred dollars a year i mean a lot of right there yeah. you're knocking out you're knocking out uh you know anybody low income wise mm -hmm. i mean you complain about these people complain about the the the, the income gap and then they go and yeah. fucking totally if you're if you're poor, you can't own firearms now. Right. Yep. Um, so then, obviously, you've got the magazine ban, which is a big no for a lot of people. There's also a national registry wrapped up in this bill. No. Yep. And not only is there a national registry wrapped up in this bill, but guess what? It's also searchable by the general public. So it's going to be public information. Because, you know, that's that's perfectly safe to give all these anti-gunners, all gun owners information, where they live, what they own, you know, because that's that's safe. That's safe because, you know, God, you know, anti-gun people would never dox a firearms owner. No, they would never do that. No, of course not. So, yeah, to recap, we've got federal firearms licensing. We've got a national registry, we've got a magazine ban, and we've got an ammunition, a partial ammunition ban. It's, it's uh, <sighs> ludicrous. To me, there is way too much in this bill for it to even be considered. And Box and I talked about this a little bit last night. And Box, what were you, what were your kind of points on on how they were playing this, maybe? I feel like the only way that they think this could work for them is that they introduce something so drastic and outrageous that it draws people's attention away from something else that they're trying to push through. So basically what you're saying is we have this big, crazy, scary bill for gun owners, right? So then it makes people feel better when it's like, oh, there's just this little one. Oh, that little one got through. That's ah, yeah. whatever, right? Cause everybody's scared about this one, but what they're not looking at is the four or five other little ones that they're pushing through at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Mike did make a good point. It says to my understanding that she's introduced this on several occasions. It's had zero sponsors. Yeah. As of right now, this has zero traction, Yeah, but the reason, the reason we do bring this up is because this is what we're dealing with. This is the extremes that these people are willing to go to and want to go to and people that have taken an oath of office and then come in here and, and say that I got to pay the fucking government $800 a year just to exercise my right to, to even own a firearm, let alone mm -hmm. anything, anything else with it. And that's the minimum. That's the bottom starting line, let, let alone psyche valves and all this other shit. Um, so the reason we bring this up, not because we're trying to scare anybody or that tell you that this is going to happen, because frankly, I don't, I don't see this happening, um, in the current political climate, 
but that's what we're dealing with. And as soon as we, as soon as we, you know, doubt them, their, their willingness to go this far, then like these two other two were saying, that's when they push in the little shit and they, well, they will keep pushing and keep pushing until they get to this point. And the biggest problem, the and I think the, the main reason that this is so scary right now is because they have everything, right? They've got the Senate. They've got the presidency. They've got everything. They have control of everything. And that's why I think it's so scary right now because there's a lot higher possibility and probability of this actually getting passed right now. When was the last time they had the house? Well, they have. What? When was the last time the Democrats controlled the house? Well, they, uh, they Senate, have for a you while mean? now. So you mean the Senate? Because the house, the house they've had, because Nancy Pelosi has been the Speaker of the House for a while. Okay, so and like Mike said earlier, that she's introduced it before. So did they have it the last time that she introduced this? You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. They had the House. They didn't have the House and the Senate. Right. They didn't um, have both. Did it ever even come close to passing the House then last time? Not this. But they've never had so. the... They've never had... There's never been a point for them to pass this because as soon as it went to the Senate, it was dead on arrival. Mm -hmm. um, That's true. I would be willing to bet. I would be willing to bet, and this is a sick, demented thing to say, but I would be willing to put a lot of money on the fact that there will be a school shooting within the following year. I almost guarantee fucking tee it. There'll be that's I guarantee there'll be it. something. There'll be something. There'll you know, be a big and it's a big gun controversy. Yeah, it, it's sad that the the fact that that even comes to anybody's mind, but. It seems like oh oh we we need some we need some traction to pass some gun control shit oh what do you know look at that there right. was a shooting and it's probably gonna have it's probably gonna have a a brace on it and probably a suppressor and what other right. other shit are they going for right now all the shit that they're wanting everything to, it was an it was an, it was an eighty percent and he also had a P eighty on his hip and all this other shit yeah, um, yeah it's just and a fifty uh, AE. Yeah, he'll have um, a Desert Eagle, an uh, 80% lower suppressed SBR with a, or like pistol braced. Um, Eric says 2012, they had the, yeah, the something Senate. like that. And the, the last time they had all three was back in 08 when Obama was elected. They had the House, the, they had the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Yep. Um, and nothing really, nothing really kind of fizzled. Nothing really happened. That. Yeah. I remember we fought a lot of hard battles and we knocked a lot of shit back, but they've went a lot farther left in the last, that was 12 oh, years yeah. ago, guys. They've, they've went full retard in the last 12 years. Um, so it's this time I, I'm hoping there's a few senators and, and Dan, Dan Manchin or Munchin or whatever. The hell is yeah. He seems to be somebody, you know, that might not, fall in line on something this stupid um yeah. so I'm, I'm hoping with that tied senate we can hold our ground for two years and uh escape relatively unscathed but i, I have my doubts do either of you guys think this bill is going anywhere then 
as of right now, no. They don't have the political clout to do it. I don't think they have the clout to do it, and I know they're... I just... I truly believe that even if it does get past the House, there will be way too much uproar to get it through the Senate. Yeah. So as of right now, no, but until, uh, you know, a few months from now when there's a horrible mass shooting. Yeah. It then, then that's when yeah, they're going to go for broke. Does it say when this is going to be, are they like, is there a, I don't believe it's even been assigned to a committee or anything. Right. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Introduced in house on the fourth committees. It was referred to a committee, to the House Judiciary Committee. Has no co-sponsors. Yeah, it doesn't. All actions. Yeah, as of right. I doubt that committee even hears it for a while. Um, No, and that was, it was just referred to the House Judiciary Committee the same day it was introduced. That's just, that's a normal thing. Right. Um, Nathan asked about seeing some executive orders banning importation of all ammo. Um, I don't know about the ammo. If, if we'll see that, I would not be surprised if we do see an executive order banning importation of firearms um, or at least certain firearms. That was something that previous presidents have done. So it would not surprise me if, um, if that does happen again, you know, foreign AKs, uh, foreign, a lot of times like anything that's not available, what they say sporting or something, you know, if it's yeah. not, it can't be used for a sporting purpose. Cause where in the fuck does the second amendment have the word sporting in it? Then they well, ban the import of it and all this nonsense. So that's, yeah, that's where like all the like Sega sporters and shit for AKs came in, in like the late eighties, early nineties was the, was that sporting if they didn't have a sporting purpose? So they moved the trigger back and put like a regular polymer stock on them. Yeah. Was, well, it's a sporting AK. Just freaking. Um, this. The, the term military style weapons. So in the text of this bill, they actually spell out what military style weapons means. And it's, it's pretty funny. Um, any of the firearms or copies or duplicates of the firearms in any caliber known as. Okay, so this one got me. Norinco, obviously, Mitchell, and Polytechnologies, Avdomat, Kalashnikovs, right? But Mitchell, I was like, the hell's a Mitchell AK? Well, it was like a company like in the 90s, like during the Clinton ban era that made AKs. And they're like been out of business since. Like, they literally made AKs for like six years of all the, you know, no Sagas, no Vepers, no, like of all the places that you could, all the companies that make AKs that you could pick out that we import AKs. And you picked out the one that was around for like four years during the last assault weapons ban that cracked me up. Yeah. Um, the AK, you probably seen that on the same video I did that AK guy. He yeah. never, the AK guy never even heard of that. Right. Thing. Here they are banning it. And that's like, right. Oh, um, but then you've got like um, anything from IMI. So like the Uzi and the Galil, Beretta, AR-70, Colt, AR-15, uh, FALs, 
Um, Steyr Augs, Tech 9s, Tech 22s, revolving cylinder oh, shotguns, nice. such as or similar to the Street Sweeper and the Striker 12. <laughs> it's like, yeah, those are definitely military style. They have scary names. Well, and that's the thing is like, we all watched movies in the 80s and they were scary looking. So let's put those on there. Um, yeah. A semi-automatic rifle has an ability to accept a detachable magazine, has at least two of the following folding or telescoping stock, pistol grip that protrudes conspicuously beneath the action of the weapon. I don't know how you determine whether it's conspicuous or not. Or in or inconspicuous. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> a bayonet mount, flash suppressor, threaded barrel, uh, designed to accommodate a flash suppressor, and a grenade launcher. Because, uh, you know, we all just put grenade launchers on our ship. Yeah, readily um, available, man. Yeah, and then they got semi-auto pistols. Anywhere if the mag goes anywhere other than the grip, threaded barrel, uh, shroud that covers the barrel that prevents or that permits the shooter to hold the firearm with a non-trigger hand without being burned. So you can you can have a semi-auto pistol and you know hundred round drum, let her rip, but you have to burn your hand. If you don't burn your hand. Illegal. Gotta wear, you gotta wear a fucking welding weapon. glove. <laughs> um, you can shoot this gun, but you gotta wear a welding glove. Yeah, manufactured weight of 50 ounces or more when it's unloaded. So it's also it's it's, it's a giant, ridiculous crapshoot of absolute, total nonsense. This so it proves all... they, they don't have any idea what they're talking about. So yeah, the pistol, the pistol thing is semi-automatic pistol is and it's funny. Because weapons are like military-style weapons, right? So a magazine that goes outside of the grip, right? The magazine has to be inserted in the grip portion to not be considered military-style. And it can't have a barrel shroud, like a handguard for like... So this is specifically targeting AR pistols is what this is doing. Which is funny because that's military-style weapon. But... What is what is an actual military style weapon? Right? A 1911 used to be a Beretta 92, uh the new SIG M17, right? These are all actual military weapons, but they don't fall under the military style pistol weapon thing. And shit cracks me up. It's like it's actual military weapons. The same thing that the military uses, standard issue sidearm. But that doesn't fall under the military-style weapon thing. Blows yeah, my mind. Do not know what the fuck they're talking about. Okay. Well, I think we've spent about enough time on that. So That's enough depression for today. <laughs> How about we move on to something else? Have you guys seen this new, one of the new things to come out recently, the Stoger STR-9S? did we've talked today we've talked about the str9 a while back sam brought it up and talked about it but now they have this new str9s combat which is just like a a fancier version of the of the str9 this one comes with comes factory from the factory with suppressor height sights an optic ready slide a flared magwell and 320 mount 20 round mags along with a flared magwell 
Which and it, barrel flat trigger should be pretty nice. Yeah, and it, and it also and it's the MSRP for it is only five hundred and forty nine dollars, which that's that's pretty cheap for for something I'm like bad. that. I mean, the STR nine is the MSRP on that. It's it's only a two hundred dollar pistol, and I did a little yeah. bit of looking around at it today, and I didn't really see anything any real complaints about it. It seems like a pretty solid pistol for $200. So for $549, which it's going to end up being cheaper than that retail, but that's a pretty damn good deal for something with those kind of features on it. Especially if it runs, which from the sounds of it, I imagine it probably will run. And looking at it, it's got like, it's got forward slide serrations from the factory. It's got a pretty good, like, undercut trigger guard, right? So, like, a lot of people look for shit like that, like forward slide serrations. A lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the undercut trigger guard, that seems nice. Just, you know, that's a pretty typical Glock upgrade anyway, you know, to undercut the, where you can get your, your oh, yeah. middle finger up a little higher into the trigger guard. Um it's got a full pick rail. It seems like an actual pretty nice pistol. Honestly, just looking at it, it seems like it has a lot of really nice features. What's, what's odd to me though, is they market this as a concealed carry gun. I would think they would have better luck marketing as like an entry level competition gun. Yeah, I would too. Well, it looks like to be about a Glock 17 size, right? I think it's small. It's I probably it's a, 19. a nineteen. Yeah, because well, if they've got round mag, yeah, but it's it's if you look at the picture, it's of the twenty round the mag. Bat- is literally a plus five base plate. It's on the STR nine. The regular STR nine is a fifteen round gun. Yeah. Okay. So it's literally just a plus five base plate on the yep. standard mags that they would made. Yep. Um, but it's like a bolt on magwell, kind of like your typical Glock bolt on magwell, but. Yeah, for a concealed carry pit, that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, it's got like adjustable fiber optic, like precision sights on it and shit. It's kind of like the Dawson sights. Um, that big magwell and a, you know, a extended like a plus five mag base and stuff. That doesn't scream concealed carry gun to me. That definitely screams like competition gun. Well, it's not a it's not a huge magwell. I could I I've been looking around at magwell if they weren't so damn expensive and I wasn't yeah. fucking broke. I would have I would be carrying around a magwell on my MMP. Um, my my initial thoughts on it is let's let's say re- retail price is going to be between five and five fifty probably somewhere in that yeah. ballpark you would think. But let's say you were going to buy a well, if it complete peach with a Glock 19. Let's say you're going to go and purchase a Glock 19. Um, if you get the the just a bone stock Glock 19, not MOS version, you're already between you know close to 600 bucks, 550 to 600. If you get the MOS version, you're already uh, you know at least 650. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go and buy you're going to buy a flared Magwell. That's Forty to a hundred dollars. You're gonna buy extended mags. That's another, you know, thirty to eighty dollars or whatever, depending on what ones you want. You're gonna mm-hmm. buy um, suppressor height sights, 
80 to 100 bucks. Um, yep. It's got a uh, that barrel on it. You're going to buy a threaded barrel. Thread That's another, barrel. you know, several hundred dollars. Yeah, a couple or hundred bucks for just, sure. You could buy this. I'm not saying this is necessarily the better option, but if these are the options, like the things on it that you're looking for, maybe do a little bit of research on this gun and and it could be possibly a, a pretty decent option. I'm not going to recommend it without getting it in hand and seeing how it works, but I think that's a damn good, I think that's a damn good deal for all the features you get on it. It's definitely enticing at the price they have it set out. That's for sure. I think Stoger's going to be dismissed as a pistol manufacturer for a, a long time. I think they've got a lot of proving themselves to do. Yeah. Just because I think they're this so is a new. step in the right direction though. Oh yeah, definitely. I think, like, and I think if they're, if they're gonna win over some customers in the pistol market, then they're probably going about it the right way by introducing yeah. a solid cheap gun or inexpensive rather, not necessarily cheap. Mm-hmm. And if that can, if they can prove themselves with that, then they can start making more expensive guns, and people will trust them, and they'll sell better. I think they're going about it the right way, if that's their plan, anyways. Well, I think yeah. their plan, like a lot of pistol manufacturers, is well, since Glock has done the exact same thing for forty years, let's just keep taking a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more of their market share. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, realistically, Glock hasn't done anything exciting in forty years, and they're they're literally take losing just a little bit more and a little bit more market share every year that they don't do something exciting you know change something like um, they literally claimed from gen 4 to gen 5 i think they claimed 22 changes go ahead and note five of them for me yeah <laughs> like you well, know you don't hey man glock perfection what the shut fuck up. why would you change <laughs> my question is when are we going to start putting optic dot optic mounts on everything optic why, dots why, what did i say optic Opt- mounts optic dots <laughs> i don't talk while you guys know that <laughs> but seriously when are we going to start why why are they not coming why are all guns not coming from the factory like this it's well, getting to be that way yeah we're definitely getting real close i bet uh, i bet at least 60 percent of all semi like all popular semi-auto pistols right now have an optic cut option but why aren't they why aren't they yeah option you you're you're up paying yeah. for them why the hell not it's just part of the milling process at this point mm-hmm. why the hell are why are they so much and why are why is it an option why the hell do, why don't you put them on everything most new pistols do have them now i think the reason that it seems like there's still so many that aren't offering it is because they those are the pistols that have been around so long and in yeah, order to a new model. yeah, they'd have to retool and change up their process to add that to an older model. Maybe, maybe, but I I think we're getting to the point in in the red dot. You know the the way that they're progressing, um, you know, price wise and reliability wise, that they're just going to be who the hell's running an AR anymore without a red dot on it? You know, where thirty years ago. Not very many people, or if anybody did, you know, now we're getting to the point where, you know, that's, it's the better option for, for pistols as well. So I think everybody should be moving that way. So anyways, for, as far as Stoger goes, I think that was the right call on this, on this one, at least. Um, Definitely. So I'm curious about it. I'd like to see how it runs. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. There, like a lot of people, uh, and even Stoger shotguns, I feel are pretty inexpensive. But I feel like a lot of people actually, you know, kind of like their their shotguns as far as like their over unders and stuff. I guess I don't really know about. I don't know a whole lot about their shotguns, but I know like a few people that have their over unders, and they seem to be pretty decent, pretty decent shotguns. Yeah, they're they're good quality stuff. So um, it'll be interesting to see if if Stoger breaks more into the into the. Have they produced anything other than shotguns like ever? Obvious. I mean, obviously, than the predecessor to this gun. Not that they, I've heard of. I think the STR nine was. So. Yeah, the STR nine was their first pistol. I don't know what yeah. else they would have made. I well, mean, maybe in the old days, there's possible that maybe I could see him doing an old bolt action or something back then but who knows their their website is literally still titled affordable quality shotguns yeah so <laughs> i think they're pretty yeah. well stuck on the stuck on the shotgun market honestly but all right yeah well does anybody have any other thoughts on that no um, i Okay. The grip looks I don't think the grip so. looks a lot like a Masada to me, but that's just a totally random thought. Yeah, it could be a Masada or a Walther. Yeah, I was gonna say Walther, but I could see the Masada thing too. Yeah. All right. Well that's that with the uh, Stoger STR nine S combat. Let's uh move on to Sam. How about you tell us about this Mantis Blackbeard? Well, um I think we've talked about the normal Mantis X on here um, in the past, haven't we, Box? Yep. So basically what it is, it's dry fire. It's dry fire. Um, um, you put it on your, your pistol and, and it helps you it helps you with dry fire. You hook it to your phone, all this. It doesn't matter. That's not what I'm talking about. My point is <laughs> uh, Mantis is kind of in that. I can't. <laughs> Yeah. Laugh it up, fuckers. <laughs> oh, that was a wonderful explanation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I didn't I didn't think ahead on that explanation before I dove into it. I just my brain is just fried okay. at this point. Slow so, down. Let's go. You got it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so what this uh what this man this mantis blackbeard is, this is for your AR. Um, and it helps you with dry fire practice. And the way it does that is it resets your trigger for you. So then the, the shitty thing about dry fire with an AR is, you know, you raise it up, click, then you got to cycle your charging handle and start over. Um, the nice thing about this is it, it cycles that for you automatically. So it's just like, it's, you can pull the trigger as fast as you can pull it and it, and it resets it automatically. Um, which is a cool right now because like for guys like us, we used to do competitions, you know, between us, and the more that you get, you know, the more that you do that, that practice from low ready to up on target and, 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 and get that uh, muscle memory into your brain, um, the better and the quicker you're going to be. So at a time like now when ammo is, is impossible to find, you know, you could stay sharp doing something like this. Uh, the MSRP on this is, uh, or the price on this on a Mantis's website is 200 bucks. Um, there's several options. You can also get a a laser that comes out the, uh, you know, so when you pull the trigger, you can see where the, where you would have hit on the paper, which is a cool option. 
That's um, for the red one is an extra 20 bucks. The green one is an extra 50. And then there's also an, an infrared on there, um, an infrared laser for you practicing with, I would assume, night vision stuff. Um, and then, so how this works is you replace your bolt and your charging handle. Um, it's super easy to put in. You just crack your, your AR open, replace those two. And then your magazine, where your magazine goes, is where you stick in this the battery pack. And I was watching a video and this guy was getting thousands of thousands of cycles out of it. Um, it's basically just a solenoid or whatever that's that's running this. In their um, on their website, they call it uh, electromechanical wizard wizardry. <laughs> that explains sure. it. Is how it works. Uh, Sam, I also did see on their website that they tell you a hundred thousand trigger pulls per battery charge. Which, so you don't have to charge very often. Right. right. Um, the one thing that I would um, be wary of or leery of on this, um, if you're going to do a ton of it, as far as like double taps and stuff, um, obviously you're not getting any recoil um, feedback on, on this. All it is is resetting the trigger. So there's no recoil. Basically what it's going to be good for is low ready up, you know, and get on target quick and transitioning targets, you know, as far as just sitting there and pulling the trigger on the same target, you're not really going to get much. This is basically going to be for transitions and stuff like that is, is where you're going to get the most benefit out of it. Well, there's, um, there's that part of it, but there's also, yeah, just like the other Mantis is to work on your trigger pull. You can combine it with the Mantis X and work on your trigger pull without having to pull the charging handle every single time. And you can get so many, you can get so many more reps in that way just because it gets fucking old having to click click and rack it every single time mm -hmm. yeah i was wondering it's, i was gonna ask you about if you could combine the two also it's it, it's almost like you get it's way easier to get lazy right if you're like pulling the gun up click because you're gonna like kind of oh you know it's real easy to to get lazy when you're having to pull the charging handle every time and you start getting tired of doing that motion every time so this mm -hmm. i think will kind of keep you a little more honest Mm -hmm. Um, and if, if you do want to practice double taps and things like that, like, you know, if you've got a fully tuned race gun that basically doesn't recoil and you want to, you know, um, practice your double taps and things like that, this thing is fast enough to do it. Um, th that solenoid is fast enough that it'll allow you to take up to 10 dry fire shots per second is what they claim on the website. So basically it takes a 10th of a second to reset the trigger. So if, if that is something you did want to do, I mean, or if you, know, you just want to work out for your mag dumps when the price of ammo goes back down and you just need to practice pulling that trigger. Hey, little finger workout. You got it. I mean, your old lady is not going to appreciate that. You're not, you know, practicing with her anymore, but this is probably uh, cheaper. <laughs> Um, I did see uh, the video I watched says they did, and I don't know if this is truth, but the video I, I was watching said they had tried, they had Jerry Mitchell like try to outrun it and, and he didn't. So if he can't, um, you ain't gonna, right. that's for damn sure. <laughs> nah, I could probably do it. No. Did you see him try and use the binary trigger? Yeah. He could not that run that fucking thing at all. Miserable to watch. Really? Yeah. He, he could not figure it out. Cause he couldn't his, get well, the, the rhythm in. Because he's What's so used to it, right? 
Yeah, he's, true. I, I, his yeah, his he's done hundreds of thousands, probably millions of oh, trigger pulls. Easily. Yeah. Can you yeah, I, so, just think about it though? Like he's fast on the trigger the way it is, right? Yeah. But you couple that with a binary trigger, you get him in the rhythm. Whew, boy, that could be some serious rate of fire. Of course, he'd well, probably outrun it. His finger's I mean, fast enough, he'd probably outrun it, I think, if he got in the rhythm. You think there's an exercise you can do to, to I mean, to be able to move your fingers that fast? And, and I mean... I don't know. I suppose... Yeah. I, somebody Ask your needs old lady. To she'll, come, she'll tell you how to do the <laughs> um, exercise. Trust me, I will. Uh, <laughs> but they need to make a... <laughs> They need to make like a grip or something that's similar to a, to an AR grip or whatever. And then it, you can practice your speed and you know, how quick you can pull the trigger. I think that'd be a, a kind of a cool little, uh, cool little dealio. You mean like the a, mantis Blackbeard? I was going to say, <laughs> it seems like, cause you're, and, and that's the thing is like, it's not, you're not replacing the trigger. So you're still going to have to overcome the trigger weight you know, the trigger pull weight of your trigger. Yep. Yeah. So, just That's exactly, it is your trigger. So, yeah. right. So you don't have to replace the trigger. So it's, you know, if you got a three and a half pound trigger, you got a eight and a half pound shitty mil spec trigger. Yeah. Just put like a 15 pound trigger in, in a lower Sam and use that like to a, <laughs> strengthen like your finger. Anderson, what's like the Anderson or the KAK like mil spec triggers, I think are like anywhere from, six and a half or like five and a half to like nine and a half pounds. They're pretty accurate on their spring rates, you know? So you just find yourself a good stiff Anderson trigger and just go to town. Or you could just use some of the, uh, the Taurus handguns. Those fucking triggers on those things are just atrocious. (laughs) I think (laughs) not horrible guns, but the triggers suck. I think in my dad's AR, I, he put a, he was like, I, I like those mil spec triggers. And I was like, I think you're wrong. Um, but it's, I bet that thing's like seven and a half pounds. Hmm. It's a stout what? son of a gun. You need to pull it and mean it. <laughs> um, I was just going to say the comments are pretty freaking quiet tonight, but Julio, what's up, man? Hello from Fort Mill, South Carolina. How's uh, it going down there in uh, South Carolina? Yeah, um, guys, the comments. What's what's going on tonight? Y'all are quiet. Usually we got a hell of a lot. Now it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, pretty tame in the comment section tonight. Um, Cliff did mention we need to sign an executive order for the return of Toad. You know, the last few times, I think it was Cliff mentioning how he misses Toad. You got something for Toad, do you, Cliff? <laughs> he apparently does. I. You want us the to give him your give him your number, or <laughs> <laughs> you two crazy kids? Oh. <laughs> uh, love is so nice is to here. see. <laughs> I'm about, sure all the criminals will be lining up to meet these requirements. Yep. How about you guys um, to liven up the comments? Tell us what you think of Sam. <laughs> oh, yeah. this is gonna get ugly. Yeah. I'm their favorite one, dude. Don't I mean, come on now. <laughs> Everybody knows this. They come has here anyone, Has anyone looked at the black powder market lately? Just about every revolver is out of stock. Nathan, I don't know if you've looked at anything in the firearms market, but every fucking thing is out of stock. 
it doesn't matter whether it's 45 or 50 caliber muzzle loading pistols, rifles, it don't matter. Shit is just out of stock. I had a guy that I work with, um, he's he he kind of got into the AR bug and he's been building a couple and his his uncle was building one and was like, hey, I need an I got my lower all complete done set up, but I'm on a no budget build and I want the highest quality. I don't have a budget at all. I want the highest quality upper that you can come up with. So he was asking me some questions to spec out some parts and stuff. And man, I was looking at, I was looking everywhere I could. Sons of Liberty Gunworks is out of stock. BCM out of stock. Daniel Defense. You can't buy an assembled upper from anywhere but Palmetto State Armory right now. <laughs> yep. You can't. And I guess I found one that seemed pretty good um, from Ballistic Advantage, which Ballistic Advantage makes really good barrels. Um, they had an assembled upper, but man, it is hard to find anything right now. Get, it's crazy. Get on email, get on people's email lists. I regularly get emails from several different places. You know, they're yeah. getting, they got guns in stock, they got ammo in stock. Ammo's not hard to find. I mean, as far no. as in stock shit, that's stupid no. easy. The problem is you're going to pay for it. Guns mm -hmm. and stuff a little bit more, a little bit more difficult to find. But get on email list. I get emails every single day with uppers, AR parts, lowers, all sorts of shit. Um, so this the stuff is out there, um, for sure. It just sucks paying for it right now. All right. What are y'all drinking, Box? What are you drinking? I saw you had you got like a Reds. No, it's a Bud Light Orange. A Bud Light Orange. Yep. Ooh, how are they? Pretty good. They taste like orange soda. Really? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, they're actually pretty decent. They're brewed with real orange peels. Yeah. Mm. I just, I guess I was, I was expecting a less strong orange flavor. No, it's but you think they pretty delicious, pretty orangey. Huh. Yep. Anyways, uh, Johnson, you're drinking Sam Adams, right? Oh yeah. Is that what that is? Sam, I'll have a Sam Adams. Uh, it's 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, but I got to get the taste of weed and hooker spit out of my mouth. God damn right. God, that's one of my favorite. <laughs> that is one of my favorite movie lines of all time. Make it to oh. Sam Adams. <laughs> that's not even a movie, is that's it? That's Family Guy. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's just a clip of something. Yeah. Anyways. I got to get the taste of weed and hooker spit out of my mouth. We, <laughs> we do have one more... Uh, topic to discuss here boys and that is the uh strike industries mass driver compensator the mass driver yes we get to that yes yeah strike yeah we're going to talk about that but i wanted to reach out to you guys in the comment section episode 50 is coming up in a week and a half we're going to be recording episode 50 um as of right now we got a tentative idea of what we're going to do on it it's going to be a hell of a fun episode there's going to be cocaine and hookers. It's going to be just a blast. Um, but that could change. So anyways, we want your ideas. We want your ideas uh, on it. stuff we can do for episode 50. Um, you know, if you got some crazy off the wall idea, we want to hear it. So if you got some awesome, let us know in the comment section. And um, yeah, now on to the uh, Strike Industries comp. All righty. Now the Strike Industries mass driver. It is a different take on compensators, which it actually replaces your recoil spring. 
so it's not attached to your barrel whatsoever. What it is, it's a blow-forward compensator. And I really, I don't know how to really explain it. But it's... (laughs) It's 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 odd. It attaches it's, it replaces your recoil spring like I said. So it stays up front where you, it doesn't move with your barrel or anything and it's it's like adding a weight on the front of your barrel like a lot of people say that's all real compensators really are. But the idea is to throw a little bit of weight forwards to compensate for the mass of the slide moving backwards. I watched a few videos of it, and it appears to kind of work. But I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I'm, I, nah, I don't know. It does. Why did? Why would it go forward though? Well, I don't. Yeah, that's that's what it I was trying. Go. It doesn't go forward. That's what the I was. Slide just goes backwards. It stays still. No, well, actually, I think that's why they call it a blow forward. Is because the gas is actually because it senses on your recoil spring. It does have a little bit of give. So I was watching the videos, and it did look like it was coming off the frame a little bit, like it was being blown forward a little bit. So I think it might actually do that. But, yeah, I had that same thought. I was sitting there fucking with my guns, and I'm like... That wouldn't go that, forward. No, there's no way that would go forward. And that's the only that's the only thing I could come up with is, is how it would work. Otherwise, it's just a big fucking well, weight on hey, the end of a gun. How no, about, it works. How about we develop a pistol... That actually shoots the recoil spring and the barrel forward instead of the slide going backwards. Huh? Because that would really get your recoil down. That's that's mm? that's kind of like throwing your bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And guys, See? I think I I think you guys are thinking of this the wrong way. Like, how does a normal compensator work? It's not because of the weight on the end of the barrel. It's because it works like a normal, like a comp on a, on an AR, the gas, the way that the gases are dispersed actually lessens. It, it yeah, but there's, recoil. there's an argument online that compensators on pistols are basically just hanging a weight on the front of your gun, which helps keep the muzzle from flipping as much. Cause there's more weight out on the nose. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they're obviously, is gases being vented upward and outward, right? Like on any compensator on any rifle, but it's, I feel like that aspect of it is less effective on a pistol than. Well, it's less effective, but that's still, that's still the way that this is intended to work more so than just a weight on the front of your gun. It's not. No, that's, they market it as. Fully marketed as the fucking mass of it that's why it's it's called the fucking mass driver man right <laughs> i mean and well yeah but there's still there's still holes drilled for the gases to be coming out yes. at a, at, i'm yes. sure i'm sure that's partly the way that it works because i p- comps do work on pistols i run one on my p80 and and i've i've shot side by side oh i i completely agree i'm in the same boat with you i i do the same thing and there is definitely a noticeable noticeable difference but they're marketing this as a completely different method of of compensation basically well i Um, think the different the reason they're marketing that 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 way is because you don't have to have a threaded barrel and that's the big draw of this you can just buy it and use it you know with your with 
not having to buy a threaded barrel, which is going to save a lot of people a lot of, uh, you know, a yeah. decent amount of money that way. So, so that is the biggest draw of this, I believe. And in, in reading on their website, it's it's basically saying barrel mounted compensators add reciprocating mass and increase the moment of inertia to the operating system, which can have a negative effect on reliable cycling of recoil operated handguns. So how to that that to me doesn't make sense. How does a barrel barrel mounted compensator add reciprocate reciprocating mass? The barrel doesn't reciprocate. Exactly. It the barrel tilts, tilts a little bit. Right. And to me, to me, this is that's a lot of that's a lot of marketing jargon that is like, oh, these other ones, they don't work worth a shit because you had I'm going to put a bunch of technical terms down in this paragraph right here. And people will think we're really smart and ours is way better. Nobody's going to think strike industry industries is really smart. Yeah, true. (laughs) Strike industries doesn't exactly cater to the higher you know, the, the yeah. higher end, the, the firearms market, they're kind of, you know, guys that are more about flashy trinkety um, cool colorized shit. shit. Yeah. And this is not a knock on strike industries. There's a need for those kind of companies in the industry. So it is what it is. I'm not going to, not going to bash them for it, but that's generally the type of people that they, they market to is, you know, people that would just rather their shit to look cool and then be super high functioning, I guess. Yeah. My, my two cents on that. We saw the strike air at a shot show last year. Actually, they had some, some cool shit. And I think they're judging from the way that their table was at, at shot show. They don't seem like a huge, a huge company, which is odd because they put out a ton of shit. Like they got a lot of products that they put out. So they got to have a pretty good size R and D department to develop all this shit. But I, I guess I don't know how big they are. I wonder if they're owned by somebody larger. Right. Could be. I don't know. I'm um, looking at all their photos. It just, I mean, to me, it's like they put it on one of the, with one of their slides and like, it's just supposed to, to me, it's just a Gucci Glock accessory is all it really is. Yeah. I've, I did watch some videos of it being used and some, and some guys said it felt really weird to shoot. That it felt yeah. completely different than just a compensator or shooting a regular uncompensated pistol. How heavy is well, it? That's what I want to you, know. Because like, if this thing weighs like a pound, six ounces, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if it weighs six ounces or like eight ounces, half a pound or something, that's going to be significant as compared to, you know, your typical compensator that's going to weigh two two ounces, maybe. Mm-hmm. How much is this? Uh, ninety bucks. Yep, eighty nine ninety five. It says it's three point three point two ounces, and it it works on Glocks, right? It's only yeah. There's only a few models of Glocks that it's, that's three, for. I uh, Gen three and four Glock nineteen and Glock seventeen. Oh, I could I could grab one and just see how it works. I got a Gen, I got a Gen three. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm not order, really interested. Order one. In let's see. Order one. Let's see how it works. Yeah, I'm waiting for the rare breed FRT 15 to come back in stock. I'm gonna order that bitch. Me too. I'm gonna order the fuck out of two, a couple of them probably. You, you gotta get. <laughs> you gotta get on their wait list. I'm signed up for the uh, alerts or whatever. What do you mean? How do you get on their wait list? I don't know. I saw on their on their uh, Instagram today that they had a story that people were messaging them and bitching about it, and they're like, "You'll get on. You'll get it when you get it." And uh, 
get on our fucking wait list or they mentioned something about join so. so like I'm on their website right now. Uh it says out of stock, join the wait list to be emailed when this product becomes available. Yeah. So I'm I mean you that. can be you can be part of their newsletter where you can put your email in or you can add the wait list and they're they're not gonna like reserve you a spot basically like back ordering it. They'll send you an email with everybody else who's waiting for one when they become available. And then it's up to you this to fucker, read the email quickly out. and get there now. Yeah, it'll sell out like hotcakes. Has um, it, God dang, we need to get on the whole Big Daddy Unlimited thing and see if they're in stock there any faster or not. Um, Nathan says, can we put out a plug for IFC Second Amendment Day at the Capitol? Absolutely. Um, Iowa Firearms Coalition is Iowa's... Um, they're the, the the firearms group getting everything done in Iowa since in the last uh, 10 years. Um, they've been responsible for shell issue back all the way in 2010 or something like that. And they've been responsible for every single bill up until this point. They just passed the freedom amendment, which is a constitutional amendment to, to the state constitution. Um, they had to pass it two years in a row, and then now it will go to the voters to vote on in, in, in 2022. Yes. They are having a, a Second Amendment Day at the Capitol, um, a big rally. Everybody go there and, and just kind of whip up some support for these new bills that are coming in. February 25th at 1.30. That is a Thursday, I believe. And people always wonder, well, why the hell do you do it during a during a work week? It's hard for people to get off. Yes, it absolutely is. But the reason they do it that way is so the the lot the people are there. The the, the congressmen are actually mm-hmm. there. You can go and interact with them, and actually, um, that's the reason they do it that way. So if you can possibly be there, that'd be much appreciated. He says we've got an amazing bill in the works that you're all going to love. I believe I know what that is. I'm um, excited because I think I know what it is too. <laughs> and uh, Nathan, I hope uh, it's okay to say this, but the rumors are that I, th- I believe I've, I've heard through the grapevine. Don't know if it's the truth or not. I'm pretty sure they've posted be, it on their Facebook page. They're going to be, uh, have they? Okay. They're going to be pushing constitutional carry this year, which means Woo! you don't have to have a permit to carry a weapon, which is the way that it was intended to be. So hell yeah, let's get that passed for sure. Or a so. permit to purchase, correct? Um, I, I don't know on that. I do not know on that, which I'd like some clarification on that. I don't. Yeah. We'll have to look up. We'll have to look out, um, look that up and get some, cause I haven't read the, I haven't read into this lately as uh, any of the news. Regardless, so, it's exciting. It is Hells super yeah. exciting. Um, so, and, and just to clarify is that, that is, we're talking, uh, capital in Des Moines, correct? We're not talking. Nations. No, we're not talking Washington, D.C. We're not no, talking the Capitol, Capitol. We're talking the Capitol building in Des Moines. Right. Yes, in Des Moines, Iowa. Absolutely, yes. Also, Nathan, Sam mentioned to me a while back that you guys were looking for somebody to do some videos for you to do help push some bills through, get some people hyped up about it. And uh, I'd like to help you guys out. So hey, if you uh, need somebody to do some, yeah, <laughs> happen to know somebody. I'd be more than happy to help you guys shoot some videos and uh, get some awareness out about you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I think now we need to give away some stickers. Yep. 
uh, gears and beers and a Shireworks. Y'all didn't get to get enough shares to give to get the Bernie patch. So you're just gonna have to settle for settle for some stickers tonight. And there was only I've only got freaking six, I think. Paltry, paltry. She ain't many Christmas guys. Mm -mm. Um, box pick a number uh, one one through six. Six. Um, that would be Nick. Let me. Where's his last name? Nick Bus. Where do you go? Nick Bus. Yes. If you're still in here watching the stream, give me a shout with your uh, with your address, and I'll get you out some gears and beers and Shyworks uh, stickers. Box, you need to get some stickers for ballistic imagery. You do. By the way, dude, uh -huh. your face is frozen in the most fantabulous way on my facebook here i'm gonna show everybody this just because <laughs> is it freaking... it's not on mine it's just my computer, my computer <laughs> <slow>. <laughs> you guys were wondering what my old face was there you go <laughs> that is probably exactly it <laughs> you look oh, like you just sad. ate three fucking warheads and <laughs> hammered a fucking fifth of tequila and oh, that, and he was just <laughs> just having his vinegar strokes. Um, <sighs> you That's awesome. What is it? We got some more comments here. Yeah, I'm trying to go through Nathan's. I'm I think not smart enough to understand any of that. He's behind quite a bit, I think. Can't confirm Permit to carry to support getting around federal law cooldown three day. Yeah. I uh, want us to keep the Andrew. You became my second favorite, Andrew, second to myself, because that is the most glorious idea I have ever read in my entire life. 50th episode live stream, nice shrimp buffet, maybe some ham and oyster dinner, all strippers giving lap dances while crying under a ceiling full of balloons filled with random things, you know, piss, sniffle sacks, anthrax, anal COVID swapped. <laughs> test whatever your heart desires but draw a random number as an auction from the fans and y'all throw darts at the numbered balloons or some shit that is the <laughs> most well thought out and glorious idea that i have ever heard in my life we might be able to work and if work we don't that, do any of that i'm gonna be real pissed we might be able to work with some of that um, I like the balloon idea filled with filled yeah. with random things. Oh, I was that thinking the, fun. the crying strippers thing was great, but fine. <laughs> that sounds fun, too. I, I like um, that. Okay. Permit to purchase allows you to get around federal law three-day wait periods so you buy and walk out, so you can buy and walk out same day. Okay. I mean, yeah, I suppose that would make sense. I I, I like the, the permit to purchase because it is it's it's easy but i also dislike it because it's redundant to me um it's i just don't like that i can go like to me i can go buy a shotgun i can go buy an air 15 do my background check walk out why can't i do that with a pistol doesn't make no damn sense yeah i don't know so the nice thing is in iowa when you buy it you know you can once you get your permit to purchase you can you can uh waltz in and waltz right out you gotta yeah. gotta do anything i just gotta take down all your information and photocopy and you're good to go so mm -hmm. um yeah i mean yeah. i see i see the ease of it and making 
the transaction smoother and faster. But I just don't like having to like, hey, government, may I please have my permit? I would like right. to purchase this thing, please. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is. Okay. How about I? How about I don't get my permit to purchase and I just wait the three days? Can I do that? That's a federal. I guess I'd, I've been in Iowa so long. Um, I didn't realize a federal. That was a federal three day three day period on it. I guess just because yeah. in Iowa we don't ever have to deal with that bullshit. Oh, hey Deidre, thanks for stopping by. I didn't know you were in here. Keep up the good work. Okay. Well, uh, we need to. Nathan says we need to change federal law bullshit. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. We definitely <laughs> need to. Well, and that's and that's something that like can you can you opt out of the permit to purchase and just do the three day wait period then? Because I don't, I don't want, I don't want the permit. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see. I guess we'll see what the what the bill says. It'll be uh be interesting. Yep. Okay. Well, is that all we have? Does anyone have any final thoughts? Final um, thoughts can... are that Andrew is goddamn genius. Andrew Day, you're a genius. Where That's are we all gonna I really get? Have uh, to say about that. Where are we going to get anal COVID swab tests and anthrax? I'll, I got, I'll make some. <laughs> Trust uh, me. I'm what, are sniffles, what are sniffle snacks? Cocaine, Sam. Bolivian, <laughs> Bolivian marching powder. Oh, okay. See, I'm, I'm not up on my drug. Uh, Booger sugar. So. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give well, us time, Nathan. Sam. Appreciate it, man. Okay. So Nathan, you ask about, you ask about, sorry, box last thing. I promise I've interrupted you twice now. Um, you ask about stock tips. I am not the guy to ask for that. Uh, cause I am brand, brand new at it. And I am a member of some groups, but you gotta be really careful when you're, they're telling you fucking stock tips and shit, because a lot of times it's just a bunch of U-Haws, you, you know, people like us. <laughs> Yeah, people like me, you're in a fucking group telling other people to buy shit. So I don't really have any stock tips for you. Marijuana, um, get invested in that um, because this year, I mean, there's a pretty good chance the house hey. passed it last year. Is the, there's a good chance that uh, they do it again this year and possibly will go to the Senate. And, you know, there could be some federal federal movement on it this year. Um, I just, and that's I just want to clarify, Sam. Do, do you uh, mean invest in which way do you mean to invest in marijuana? Cause that can be, <laughs> I, don't taken. Mean, <laughs> I don't mean, I don't mean physical marijuana. I, I believe in investing I 80 in kilos of this shit. And Sam told me it was going to make me money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, let me clarify. Yes. You should keep physical silver, but when you invest in marijuana, just the, uh, actually I'm going to go with stocks. Uh, Yes, the obviously I'm going to go with the ETFs. I think um, just a little bit more diversified. But yeah, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> hey, if you want to, you know, invest in physical marijuana, you can do so. Just you know, be careful. Wait, maybe wait till <laughs> now. Definitely don't wait till the feds legalize it because then it won't be worth shit, and you'll lose your ass on your investment. So. I don't know. Do they gonna buy do. it from you when I can go to the freaking weed <laughs> store down the, down right. the street? I'll tell you fucking that. Fucking right tobacco now. outlets got like three fucking pallets of that shit out back now. I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, are you guys fucking done? Or <laughs> we can keep going. 
Nathan says, will be interesting if they change the ATF form if marijuana is legal. I, I that's a good that's a good question because like even in states where it's legal if you put yes they still fuck with you but like they don't ask you about alcohol right so yeah. I, don't, I guess i don't know how that would i suppose I if it's know. legal federally it'd probably be changed on the the 4473 right. yeah, that's just my initial federally. but you i mean that's it is gonna the go ATF, through in the next so. couple of years you think marijuana will be legal federally in the next couple of years i think so i bet you i would bet there's probably yeah i think so too. i'm, I'm, I think I'm at like 50, two years it will be i'm at like 60 percent yes 40 percent no that's, that's i'm probably a little strong i'm probably 70 30 yeah. who was yeah, it that be who was it that legalized all the hard drugs oregon, oregon. Anybody checked up on them lately? How's things going over no. there? Who cares? <laughs> that, if they that fall place off is the an... fucking into the Pacific Ocean, good riddance. That place is a fucking shit show. Just a Dude, goddamn it's, You know what really surprises me is how many firearms companies are in Washington and Oregon. Yeah. That's where Saracote com- is. A couple of communist states like that. Wasn't Aero Precision out there too? And... Um, like Rainier Arms, which is a pretty big retailer, they're out there. Man. Yeah. Oh, uh, Rainier. Novesky, or... I think. What was the first one you said? Uh, Aero Precision. Yeah, they just moved, but I think they're still staying in Washington, aren't they? I think. Yeah, they, they just moved, moved their to a different town or something. Why the hell they moved to you a different move town? Out of that, move the hell like to Idaho or something, man. Get the um, because they wanted to. They. The reason they actually did it, and I, I looked into this a little bit, the reason they actually only moved down the road to the next town, they got a huge tax break um, for moving, like the next town over gave them like a huge tax break, and they could keep their employees. They didn't have to fire, you know, hundreds of people and tell wow. them to get bent. They're like, hey, we're moving right. down the road 20 miles. You guys can, you guys want to commute? And they're like, yeah, cool. And there is you know? something to be said too about staying and fighting, I guess. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, yep. Legal Bigfoot hunting season in Oklahoma. Like, that's interesting. How? Who thinks Bigfoot's in fucking Oklahoma? There ain't yeah, any fucking it? trees in that shithole. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he supposed to hide? They must. Uh, they must really need some money down there. Like, hmm, what can we? Dude, that's not going to cost us anything, but people are just going to give us money for. Do you think they have a required? Do you think they have a required? Uh, like when you when you fill your tag, you need to report your filled tag, like Iowa does with deer. Yeah, they're going to call up. They call up the DNR and be like, "Hey, we just had a we just had a, a DN or a Bigfoot tag filled." Oh shit! What is it? <laughs> yeah, holy fuck! Now what do we do? It's just a fucking hairy guy. God damn it! This has happened seven times this year. Oh, that's funny. Good stuff. <laughs> okay, awesome. well, I think we should finally end it. Uh, things seem to be going downhill from here. Uh, yeah, uh, we're definitely spiraling. So before we go, uh, remember to check out. Ballistic Imagery and Shyworks. Uh, Ballistic Imagery is running a sale on this print that you see on the screen right now for 25% off through midnight tonight because that is a smoking deal on these and I'm not really making any money off of it. So enter Gears and Beers 
Enter Gears and Beers at checkout for 25% off of that. And be sure to check out Shyworks for all your Cerakote needs. And also um, check us out, Life Short, Live Free, on all major podcast providers, along with YouTube. Uh, We're also on Instagram. We do have a tiny little group right now on Gab, so if you want to get away from Facebook, uh, go ahead and join in on, uh, in on Gab. Maybe when Parlor gets back up, we'll jump onto that too. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Be sure to share us with your friends. Obviously do that. That That's how we grow, and we really need your guys' help doing that. We really appreciate that. Okay, um, what am I forgetting? I think that's it. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. Share us with your friends. Tell your mom about us. Um, always greatly appreciated. And we'll be back in two weeks. Make sure you check us out on major podcast providers. And until we talk to you then, remember life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America.